0: Ryan, good morning.
1: Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. How are you? Excellent. Can't wait for tonight.
0: Mm, What's your special? I was
2: going to say, you'd be (laughs) excited.
1: (laughs) Uh, Tonight at the Vic Bread Super Series card, uh, the two horses I like the most from a betting perspective is race two, number 13, Powder Keg. Uh, This fella is currently $2.50 with tab. He has developed into a quality trotter, and I think he'll take a power of beating. And the other bet on the card that I really am keen to see is in the three-year-old fillies division, Joanna and ladies in red going head-to-head. But I believe treachery drawn to trail Joanna is the best place better than the night. She's been 350 into 220, and I think she's going to get a great pegs trip and take no end of beating to run into thirds.
0: The stable, mate. Of course, Emma Stewart's got the top five favourites in the race, hasn't she?
2: I well, think she, got she got six there, Yeah, yeah. It's an extraordinary grip on a Group One race. So, just delve into this race a little deeper for us, Ryan. Joanna leaves ladies in red drawn two off the second row. She's going to have to work at some point. So, who comes out on top in your opinion, Joanna? Does she get the the chance tonight, or is ladies in red just too strong? Well, Joanna
1: gets uh, gets puppet. So that's a massive driver change, but just. You have to be in awe of what Ladies in Red has been able to do. She'll get round to the breeze, and I think she'll prevail once again.
0: Treachery is three two dollars twenty the play, so twenty three the win, but two twenty the play. So there might be a few with you there, right?
1: Yeah, she's been heavily supported. They went up three fifty at the tab opener. Um, she's going to get the absolute dream trip on Joanna's back and be given every chance to run third. In some ways, it's a three-way contest to see who does run third between uh, Treachery, Beach Music and Rogue Wave. But if Ladies in Red gets to the breeze early and before Rogue Wave and Beach Music, well, then they're going to be three deep the last lap. So their task is much harder.
2: Is there any possibility Treachery, if the two favourites, Joanna and Ladies in Red, go to, go to battle a long way out, is there any chance Treachery could, you know, spring a bit of an upset? I don't think so. Okay.
0: And there's no way that Joanna will hand up the ladies in rate?
1: No, Puppet will not hand.
0: Okay. The, the one race there
1: tonight that uh, I think there could be a big upset is in the two-year-old fillies. There's a little horse called Aussie Droy, drawn in Barrier 8. She's currently $31.380 the drum. I think she's going to get another dream trip on the back of a Moray Vita. So she's the, the long shot I could see causing a big boil over.
2: Okay, that's race five, number eight, Aussie Joy there. $31, $380 the place. Drawn behind the favourite, a more Vita. So it's a huge night. The two that uh, Ryan really likes, Powder Keg Race 2, and in race six, number eight, Treachery the place. So they're the two plays for Ryan tonight. Have you cast your eye at Albion and Park at all for tomorrow night, the nine race program here? Yeah, certainly, Chris.
1: I've done the form there. It looks like a really good betting card. Obviously, we're waiting for the prices to go up. But I think if we saw Black Odds turn it up in the free-for-all in the
2: last, I think that would be a, a, a clear bet. Okay. Race nine, number six, turn it up. It's going to be a huge night tonight. Appreciate the time and thoughts this morning. Good luck. Happy New Year. And we'll be talking again next week. Cheers. Likewise.
0: Ryan, just we'd turn it up, drawn off, uh, drawn out wide, where, do, where will the horse end up then?
1: Oh, Steve, he has. The best gate speed going around, so Shane will just push the button and he'll cross them.
0: Cross and we'll lead and win. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Ryan Spice joining us. That's the last of the night, uh, Chris. The, the open—they yeah. often do that, don't they? It's small feel, but it, it will be the last on the card there, so quite late.
2: Yeah, no, nine twenty-two. Oh, no, it's not too bad then. Night. Yeah, nice and early. Mm. Only the nine races, so they've put that last—that uh, free for all as of the last race tomorrow night. But it's worth checking out, that's for sure and certain. Let's get the thoughts of Darren Clayton now. He's about to join us online. Darren, good morning. Yeah, morning Chris. Morning Steve. Morning listeners. Nine races at the creek tomorrow night. What is your best bet?
3: Yeah, well, I think in terms of a a best bet uh, and and a winner, race three, number three, Deus Ex, certainly gets his opportunity back to a front line draw. He's had a second line gate his past five starts, so Frontline draw certainly plays into his hands. I'm pretty sure he will come up reasonably short. The one that I'm liking at just probably going to be a little bit better value is in race seven, and that's horse number one, Colonel Joy. Um, Forget his last run. I think there's a few things that really were against him in that, number one of those being Redcliffe, where he hasn't had any success. Then it was a, a much stronger race. It was the Redcliffe Christmas Cup claimed by LL Cool J. He's a great leader, gets back to the mile at Albion Park and uh, where he goes well. And importantly, I can't see any pressure to his outside drawn in this race. So with Kensington Bill in the race, the class runner, but no pressure, I think that makes it tough for him. So I'm keen on the chances of Colonel Dewey in race seven as well.
2: Okay, race seven, number one. That's interesting too, because the form out of that Reckliffe Christmas Cup looks like it's okay. Yesterday, Le Saffron likes black who contested that feature, ran 1-2 in the final race. Squire, who is second behind LL Cool J, probably looks one of the better bets for mine on the program tomorrow night. He's raised six, number three. So the form out of that race looks like it's going to hold up.
3: Yeah, it certainly does. And uh, it's interesting you mentioned Squire there too because... Um, yeah, I thought he was a good bet as well. But also in that same race, Squire is in his Sam is Perfection, who comes out of that Christmas Cup as well. And um, he probably looks the main danger of Squire. So the, the form out of it is certainly holding up. And what, what I mentioned there with uh, Colonel Joy, he might have been beaten a long way in that race. But uh, certainly Redcliffe's not his track. He's never been a winner there. And, and the Albion Park Monos, his bread and butter. He's won um, three of his past five when he's
2: led... Um, at Albion Park Okay Alright just going back to Day Ex as well Burgering was really good I thought first off uh, or off that freshen up went third last week coming from behind do you think they'll be happy to trail a horse like Deus Ex tomorrow night?
3: Yeah certainly and and like you say um, Naburgring he had a few runs back and he, and he was disappointing and um, they sent him for a fresh and he had about a month off but that run last week behind Mr Freeze that was a really good effort um, He is a horse that can roll in front, but over the 2100 just gets that nice trail. If they take a trail on Deus Ex, they know um, they're going to get to the passing lane or even to the outside, and they're going to get their chance to to run Deus Ex down. So um, I think a trail on the back of Deus Ex would be the uh, perfect way to give him every opportunity to run Deus Ex down.
2: Yeah, okay, so Deus Ex and his last two runs have been excellent. Scarlet Baby chased that last time out. Governor John two runs ago. So that sort of form line is really, really strong for Deus Ex. As Ryan outlined, uh, it does look a really good punting program tomorrow night. Nine races. The first race probably looks the most even, but then you can start breaking a few of these other races down. Sweet Gemma will start favourite in race two. Coming up with that inside draw, Deus Ex will run favourite in race three. Race four is probably a little open. There's a few chances there. Race five, again, you can make a case for a few. Race six, Squire is going to run favourite. Race seven, uh, you've given us a good push there for Colonel Joy. Race eight, maybe do a little doozy off her victory on Wednesday night. Draw on the inside, she'll get her chance. Speed of sound draws directly behind us there. Likely a bit of main too. And then the last turn it up will run favourite. So there's a few options there for punters tomorrow night on that nine race card.
3: Yeah certainly and, and I think it's going to be a really good night for um, backing the fence runners Chris I think there looks to be quite a few races where if you can find the leader and the trail I, I think you're going to be well on your way to, uh, to having a good night on the punt um, A few of those like you mentioned do little doozy She meets a race really no harder than what she beat there on Wednesday at Redcliffe uh, Shane Graham stays on it and gets the opportunity to lead throughout And Speed of Sound is going to be camped right on her back Um, you've got Squire, like you mentioned. Race 5, probably the first leg of the quarter is probably the most open race. But uh, again, you can probably find that the fence runners are going to go quite close. And interesting, listening to Ryan with with his analysis of Turn It Up, I actually uh, found that. Probably one of the most tricky races of the night. I know Turn It Up... Uh, he's brilliant out of the gate, but I think this race might just not be as clear cut as it appears. How so? I just we go back to to the um, the the point in time, Chris, of the Beagle Johnny Sprint, and we thought Turn It Up would just lead and win, but still got those nagging concerns if he cops any pressure. He's win last start in that Christmas Cup. So over the twenty six hundred. He absolutely walked them in that first uh it or the lead time eighty seconds, and then the first half was very leisurely for, for that great of horse, where he's got away with a 61-3 um, opening half. So he only had to sprint home. Ideal World runs the gate, Northview Hustler runs the gate. They probably don't have the speed to hold turn it up out, but if they certainly make it uh that first quarter a bit of a a bit of a battle, um like I say, I think he's good enough. I just don't think it's as clear-cut as what it possibly may be.
0: I love that sort of stuff. You so you'll sort of know uh, mid race if he can win or not by looking at the the sectional board. What Chris says in the in the call. Yeah, I think so. And and like
3: back going back to that run in in November, if you go through turn of turn it ups runs, when he's had to lead and when he's had to go any harder than a sixty opening half in recent times, he hasn't been able to finish it off. So it all just depends how fast that first half is and how much pressure he costs. It's only a small field and and by all means I certainly think he can win the race. I have put him on top. I'm just saying I don't think it's as clear cut and and I don't think um taking red figures in that race will be um you know, is is the right way to attack it. And Ryan did mention that. He said if black figures are available, certainly go after him. But yeah, I just um i not to put too big a knock on the horse because he's been a great horse and he's earned over, over $500,000. He's a very good horse, but uh, just he's getting to a point where I'm not sure whether he can do it at both ends.
0: Okay, so great minds no
3: don't thing. think alike.
2: He will not be uh, black figures.
3: Yeah, well, for me, that's a, that's a no-bet race then.
2: Yeah, he is going to be odds on for sure. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. So all eyes on Turn It Up. That's race nine, the last event couple of quick ones before I let you go this morning. Darren, uh, Pete McMullen's wrapped up the uh, National Drivers' Premiership plus the State Premiership. Does Nathan Dawson hold on to second? And is Grant Dixon any chance of of maybe even tying the National Trainers' Premiership with Tasmania's Ben Yeah,
3: I, th- I think Nathan Dawson's got um, second place wrapped up. He's got, I think it's a six. Six-win lead, there's only tonight to go. Uh, it would take a pretty big effort from Chris Alford to win six Group 1s and uh, <laughs> grab that second spot. So um, I think he's pretty well safe in that uh, second spot. So that's a terrific effort. The Cousins, Peter and Mason uh, Dawson going 1-2 in the uh, in the national driver's title. Uh, the Dixon one, that's a bit of a curly one. He's They're currently 228 apiece, so it's all equal. Uh, Carrick is the venue in Tasmania today. Ben yol has got 28 runners across the eight races. Um, it's, he can certainly win a couple of those, so he'll take the title. I just find it... Uh, I know different people have different things that they chase. I thought the Dixons, I know they're away on, on leave, taking a, a well-earned break, a, absolutely a well-earned break, but the fact that uh, they didn't perhaps have a few more runners in the past few days, um, they basically only had two or three runners yesterday, and that's it for the week to, to really try and nail down that title. So, um, yeah, they're, they're resting on perhaps a draw now, but um, Ben Yowell's certainly in the driver's seat, so to speak, um, for that national trainers title with a number of runners. Interesting about that, Chris, I've gone through uh, a number of, of Ben Yale's winners. The amount of winners that have actually come from the Dixon Stable that he's purchased and gone down there and won races for him is is pretty remarkable. So um, this season, and he's got a, the chance. Probably Henry Who is a good chance tonight in that last race at Carrick to uh, win it, and he's uh, will be having his second start for Yole out of the Dixon Stable.
2: Yeah, well, we'll be watching uh, Carrick with interest just to see if uh, he can get across the line in front of Grant or does Grant sort of at least tie. So that'll be uh, worth uh, checking out tonight for sure and certain. We're getting close here at Chuka Race 4. Darren, really appreciate the time this morning. Uh, Happy New Year. We'll be chatting again next week.
0: Yeah, thanks, Chris, and Happy New Year to everyone. Mm, I just want to know who's going to be bragging rights. Ryan Spice or yourself for Turn It Up. Love it. Love differences of opinion. Should be more (laughs) of it.
3: Time will tell, and it'll be a quick time that we'll be able to tell too. I reckon you should have a
0: (laughs) scratch it on it or something. All right, thanks. (laughs) Thanks, guys.